right, we're started. And we're all good. We're all we're good. All right. Lauren, can we please have a one word prompt? Pumpkin spice, technically two words. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Ken, are you already prepping for Rocktober? Oh, you know I am. Is that going to be your housewarming party? This is just going to yeah. be a combined, like, birthday, Halloween, housewarming thing? We're, we're thinking about it. The house is in such a bad state that parties might not really make any sort of sense, but... Uh, we can stay in one room. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Try not to get stuck by a nail. Hold on one second. Hey! Welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week we watched Stranger Than Fiction. No longer available on Netflix. I watched it on the very last day that you could. Yeah, what <laughs> the heck? I looked, it up on, I looked it up on Google, like I do for every movie, to see what it's worth streaming. Uh-huh. Said Netflix. Go to Netflix. Not there. <laughs> nope. What the hell? <laughs> Missed it. Damn. Sorry, everyone. Your chance is gone. <laughs> You'll have to watch parts of it you can randomly find on the internet. <laughs> yeah just just the just the good clips i don't yeah. know yeah just trailers <laughs> interesting tell me about your party i mean again probably not gonna happen but uh you've definitely <laughs> started planning already right i've been thinking about it and i genuinely can't figure out how it would work so th- i don't know about that but i am excited that this year it's almost guaranteed i'm finally cj gonna get trick-or-treaters <laughs> oh wow yeah it's gonna happen. I'm so excited. Are you gonna they do like to the come. trick or treat shoot that kind of just like runs down the driveway or something like that, so they don't need to approach your house like COVID uh, friendly? No, fuck that. They can come to my door. They can come the in candy. your door. You'll invite them inside. <laughs> yeah, and then they won't ever leave. Yeah, um, that's, <laughs> that's how you get the housework done quicker. That's right. You put them to work. They can hold a hammer, right? Yeah, they gotta earn the candy. Right. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> do you not? So get him to pumpkin spice, though. Are you mm-hmm. a fan? Yes or no? I do enjoy um, pumpkin spiced beers. Okay. Our esteemed guest is currently sipping on one, and we'll introduce Ooh, her in a second. Um, How about I, coffees? Yeah. I don't tend to. I'm just a black coffee guy. I don't. I think they're good. Like, I'm sure if I got like a Frappuccino or a pumpkin spice latte, it would be tasty. But those are also basically just like milkshakes or candy bars. Like they're so terrible. I I yeah. just enjoy a good black cup of Joe. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I usually get um, pumpkin just just pumpkin coffee. Like not those frappa mocha. You know, those frappa but... mocha whatever. What happened <laughs> yeah. to just a black cup of coffee? That's right. With pumpkin spice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for that. And uh, can you know what I'm excited for? Yeah, what? Our guest this week. It's Lauren oh Shawan. Welcome back, buddy. Hey. Welcome back. Wow, wow. It's so wow. good to be here. Thank you. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh. Owen Wilson? Did he stop by again? <laughs> Owen Wilson is our guest. Cannon, friend of the show. Ken, I got to report you for breaking a whole bunch of child labor laws. <laughs> for inviting <laughs> children in my I, house. Yeah, I, I saw you taking notes. <laughs> Who do I call about that? Who do I warn? <laughs> Do you have to put a sign on your front lawn or something? Uh, it's like uh, you're the opposite of a predator. I mean, no, you're a predator. <laughs> no, I'm still a predator, yeah. <laughs> Just for, <laughs> for the weirder reasons somehow. Yeah. That's bad news. I live less than a block away from a school, so that's, oh, uh, no. that's probably not good. 
He lets them go eventually. They just gotta hang some shingles first, maybe right. fix a door you know, or two. They can leave anytime they want, but if they want the candy, <laughs> they gotta that's, do housework. That's the rule. It is nice if you have any sort of crawl space that needs any work done because, you know, they're right. yeah. tiny little bodies. Yeah, uh, you need those little hands to get into crevices. <laughs> God. Jesus. Ken, you ought to have a painting party. Those are like Ooh. those are the hip thing to do these days. When when somebody buys a new house, you invite all your friends over, you just get them really drunk, and then they paint your house or do whatever like small DIY stuff that you need done. But we get to bring our own color. <laughs> oh no. Great. <laughs> the problem with that is like that's cool if your room is like a normal room. All of our rooms have like massive cracks through the walls or like things I have to patch and like get ready first, which take forever. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. But that's a good idea. Maybe once I get everything set, then I'll have people over and they can paint. We get know. it. We're not invited over. You could have yeah, just said yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not ready yet. There are cracks sick. in the foundation. Yeah. Oh, you have this party? Well, I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe it might not have. I was like, okay, I see. I'm not invited. I get it. <laughs> yeah. That is not it. Listen, if I have a party, you'll be invited. You have a backyard. Yeah. Yeah, it Use might it. be warm enough. Yeah. That, that's actually a good idea, actually. Oh, I could put up, um, I have a projector screen and a projector. Yeah. I could put up horror movies out there. Yes. And then we can just have an outdoor party. Yes. Why is it always That's on us idea. to come up with the good ideas? <laughs> this is your like party, Ken. I'm not smart. I'm not. We're smart. brainstorming for your housewarming party that we're not invited to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to be there. I'm busy that day. Oh my god! You buy like a thirty dollar bonfire pit. Have a mm. little fire going in the back. Keep people nice and toasty. Yeah, that. Could I don't work. see you writing this down. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got the idea. All right. Yeah. Are you sure? We can repeat I think it. So. So, Lauren, <laughs> uh, pumpkin spice beers, what do you drink? What are you sipping on? What you sipping Girl, on? What, what you, you sipping on? on? <laughs> Favorite segment of the show. <laughs> I'm currently drinking the Sagatook Brewing Company pumpkin chai oh. beer. It's an amber ale, and it's just okay. Darn. Okay. I, I generally like pumpkin beers. It's probably like my favorite seasonal type of beer. Uh, mm. Followed quickly by Christmas. Are there any other seasonal beers <laughs> other than those two? Mm. The, the nope. St. Patrick's Day beer. It's green. Okay. It's Shandies, I guess. Shandies count as a seasonal beer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Probably pumpkin, Christmas, green. <laughs> 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 and then uh, whatever the last one was. I'm, I'm for it. I don't drink coffee at all because uh, I'm a, a big time square. And <laughs> I don't know. I. I imagine I drink tea and I drink it black. I drink it uh, plain, no sweetener, no nothing in it. So I'd probably fall into CJ's camp of grumpy old man who refuses to try new things. <laughs> Whatever happened, I just a good old fashioned. Pl- I think that's a. I'm disappointed to hear that it isn't. It's just okay because that sounds like a great combo flavor profile. Yeah, the problem yeah. is it's missing the chai entirely. It's got the pumpkin real blast to the mouth. But the, the chai is what <laughs> what I would generously call subtle. Gotcha. Bummer. Hey, welcome to the Beer Review Podcast with CJ, Ken, and Lauren. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Coming to you hot with pumpkin chai amber ale. Yeah, that's not this show. That's Jim Plackey's show. Oh, damn it. There's no new ideas, man. Yeah.
Yeah, I mean, if we if we were to adapt that, I mean, that'd be pretty strange, right? <laughs> there it is. Almost like almost like stranger than fiction, you know? Oof. Jeez. That one hurt. Uh, wait, that's that's what we watched the movie. <laughs> Our guest oh is my in God. pain. Yikes! Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, I guess we could talk about that and more coming up on the Over Talking Podcast. Woof. <sighs> we got there. Yeah. I'm the assistant your publisher's hired. The publishers think I have writer's block. Do you have writer's block? I don't know how to kill Harold Crick. This is a story about a man named Harold Crick. Harold lived a life of solitude. He would walk home alone. He would eat alone. When others' minds would fantasize about their upcoming day... Hello? Harold just counted brush strokes all right who just said harold just counted brush strokes and we're back on the overtalking podcast go oh, sorry and, and we're back on the overtalking podcast from once again my returning guest lauren Shawin, and we're talking about stranger than fiction lauren, hmm. lauren we are going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen of stranger than fiction what it's all about ready go Forgot about this part. Uh, man Everybody with, always does. <laughs> man with mild OCD um, <laughs> starts hearing voices in his head. Uh, just one voice. It's a narrator who seems to be narrating every part of his life. He becomes concerned when he hears little did, you, did he know, <laughs> something like that. Uh, and he realizes he's going he's gonna to die. So he's on a quest to find the narrator um, who is an author and Two. stop her from one. killing him. Does hilarity ensue? Not really. No. 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 <laughs> it's just a dark movie. It is. Yeah. I think it's sweet. It's not like... It's sweet, it's, yeah. It's not an LOL movie. I think when people see uh, What's-His-Nuts on, on the cast list, Will Ferrell, uh-huh. uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's so well-known for comedies uh, that I don't think that he gets any credit for, for his like straight man performance uh, in this movie. And then what's that other movie that he's in? Everything Must Go? Oh yeah, that's a good oh, one too. I haven't seen I think, that. Yeah, I think he's good in that too. Where he, there's nothing funny about that movie at all, and I think he plays yeah. it really well. Yeah. So anytime I talk about this movie, which is one of my favorites, uh, Stranger Than Fiction, anytime I talk about it, people will say like, "I don't like Will Ferrell. I just don't think he's funny. It's like not my style." And well, then I have to say, "Well, yeah. he's he's not he's not playing a funny guy. He's not playing right. like a, a fart joke, you know, slapstick actor. He's playing." Just the most boring man on earth. Yeah. I I'd noticed I was able to watch it on Netflix, suckers. And so <laughs> I noticed it gave the little warning when the movie started. And it said, uh, warning some disturbing images. And this movie, and I was like thinking to myself, yeah, some disturbing images. The, the monotony of life. Am I right? Got him. <laughs> this guy's just like clockwork. Wakes Oof. up, goes to work, goes to bed. That's pretty disturbing. Yeah. Ugh. Reminds, reminds me of that uh, SpongeBob meme, you know, where it's like the guy who's standing in the window and then he's, it's the same guy, but he's sitting in his car, sitting at his desk. Yes. Very like monotonous life yeah. led. Does the but same I think that, thing. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great sort of like lesson of you got to live your life now while you've got it, you know? Yeah. He does come around. It would be one hell of a movie if that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> just sees him doing the same boring thing throughout the whole movie and then ends. Yeah. Even after learning that and just like, okay, I'm just going to keep brushing my teeth 52 times in a row. and Yeah. Not good. Uh, Ken, I think the important question here is 
if you had the option to know how and when you were going to die, would you want to know? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, the answer is a hard no. Um, and I feel like that's the right answer. Uh, because unless it's like very far off in the future, that's going to be very close someday. And you're going to fucking hate your life at that point. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, not worth it. It's just ignorance is bliss in, in that case, I think. What about you? Me? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think I would want to know because I imagine it's not going to be great. I don't think it's going to, I don't think my death is going to be, she died peacefully in her sleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. it's going to be a long fun battle with cancer or some terrible shit based on my uh, genetics. So I'm going to go with no. She tried to gap that bridge with her motorcycle one last time. <laughs> and just didn't make it. Uh, what about you, CJ? Uh, no. Cause even if it was like, you're going to die when you're 86. My anxiety would start now. Like I would just be worried about it. I'm a very anxious person. And so I would just have to live with that my entire life. I don't need one more thing to worry about. No, thank you. Even if I found out I was going to die in my sleep, but didn't know when that's the worst possible one. You're never going to want to go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah. I again already suck at sleeping. That would just be adding another (laughs) difficult layer to it that I do not need. That's Tonight's the night. I know it. Oh, God, I know it. <laughs> I think after a while, you'd be so sleep-deprived that you'd, you'd start to hope. You're just like, you know what? This has been <laughs> enough. Stop toying with me. Just do it all right. I'm ready. Uh, just, I just can't think it. straight. <laughs> Cowboy, take me away. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah, that's fair. Now, do we spoil it? Do we, do we say that like he... This has been out forever, right? Well, yeah. yeah, hold on. Let's not spoil it yet. We got a ways to go. We're only 15 minutes into the episode. So hold on. <laughs> Lauren, <laughs> you mentioned this is one of your favorite movies. Why Why this movie? Great question. Should have prepared for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I think all of the performances are really great by all of the actors. I'm a writer myself. So seeing some of that like process is really cool from, from the author's perspective, um, even though it's fictionalized, you know. And as a person with OCD, it's funny to see that sort of played over the the actual on-screen action. The way that they use graphics is really cool to to sort of symbolize that. I think it's a really inspiring fake story, too, of, of sometimes we need a little reality check for how we're living our lives and to sort of savor the moment and take advantage of life while we have it. Well said. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, now, CJ, you can spoil it. Great. So <laughs> he doesn't die, which is good. Uh, I mainly, I just wanted to jump the ending because this is very, it's a very cool concept that where the character is aware of the narrator of the story. Mm-hmm. That's some Kurt Vonnegut shit where they're breaking that wall. And hunts her down and like meets her. Yeah, that is super good. Yeah, that part. That's what I want to talk about. That is super cool. Now, do you think she made the right call? Should she have kept the story how it was and have him die? Okay, for the sake of the the movie, yes, she should have. But for the sake of, like, if this was real life, no, of course not. Why was she even considering it? Like, that's... (laughs) I love that Dustin Hoffman's character, the, the professor that Will Ferrell consults to know about, to learn about stories and get his advice... Right. I was like, no, you got to die, man. This story's too good. It's a book. You have to sacrifice your life for a book. Yeah. I thought that was preposterous. And I don't know why Will Ferrell's character was like, 
Wow, I, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Uh, a book's clearly more important than my life that's just starting to take off. So, yep. Yeah, all right. That's fine. But they talk about how uh, death is the in- inevitable fate, right? You're going to die. Spoiler mm-hmm. to everyone what? listening to this podcast. You're going to die. And what I think the argument is like, what more of a noble way to die than f- for a great story? Like, a, if you're just, if you're going to die by, walking into the street and getting hit by a bus, it ought to be to save a kid and it ought to be for a good book. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not just any bus, a CTA bus. It's filmed in Chicago, baby. (laughs) I noticed that that's a theme in the movies that, that I get to talk about on this wonderful podcast is that they're all shot in Chicago. I think that that that's charming too. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's cool to, as somebody who's not from here originally, to now be able to say, like, I know where that is. I recognize that building. It's fun. I've been down those smelly staircases. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, J- the Jackson Blue Line, heavily featured in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even though they, they did not say it was Chicago, I noticed that when they were on the bus, he specifically said, like, Metropolitan Transit Authority. I was like, why? Hmm. Hmm. Do you, like, have to pay the city money if you say it? Why not just say it's clearly filmed it there's a lot of like chicago landmarks featured it why not just say it it's trademarked i don't know maybe they didn't initially mean for it to be in chicago and it was just a miss on the writer's part idiot writers can't get anything right (laughs) i want them to acknowledge it (laughs) so so i mean that kind of leads us to another hypothetical question like if you were in his situation and you knew you were going to die this way but it was for I mean, I think I can. You can already tell my answer, but like, it's for a a book. A book. Would you? Gross. Would you die just for a book? Would you die for? Would you die in this situation? Would you choose to die? Well, I don't know that you ever choose to die. I think it's something that happens to you. If I, I think it's that's we're sort of asking the trolley problem, right? Like, is it one guy or twelve guys? You've got to make the the move on the train tracks by pulling yeah. a lever. But in this uh, case, it's. You or a, the story of a, a novel. <laughs> right. For right. a book. I mean, like, listen, you can probably save the kid another way, right? Like, don't worry about the kid. You're going <laughs> to die. That kid. Yes or no. <laughs> we learned that Ken doesn't give one shit about kids at you all. Know yeah. about, look, he knows everything that's going to happen. It's all in this book. He's read it. He could change it. He could, he could stop the kid from dying. Or she could have. He could have asked the woman to not write that kid to step in front of a bus or something. So what's your solution? Ken, what's, what's the ultimate solution? How would you have changed this movie to fit your reality? Oh, well, for the movie, I think it would be better if he died. Um, <laughs> just, right. just from okay. a, just from an interesting standpoint, I think that would have been better. But from a logical, like if this was happening to me, mm-hmm. you tell the writer, hey, that idea you thought of, just don't, just don't do it. And everyone lives happily ever after. And does she I understand? <laughs> does she live happily ever after in this scenario? She's a, a novel she's been working writer. on for years. She's a successful writer. She'll be fine. Tanks her career. Maybe I just don't value literature as as, as highly as you. Two I think that's do. very clear. Good. That's, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a book. Come on, I don't know. <laughs> I think that uh, I think that's a, an interesting perspective. Uh, I I would not I would not die for a book, to be clear. Is okay. it as easy as she she could go back in her novel and just 
scratch out his name and put somebody else's name. But what if that person is alive too? <laughs> yeah. She's got some bad luck. Maybe she should stop writing if she's playing God, right? Yeah. Hang it up. Mm-hmm. Right. If you believe in that sort of thing, which I guess I don't. So <laughs> weird, <laughs> weird argument for me to make. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get what you mean, Ken. Like, you know, the kid is going to be riding his bike down the street. Just don't, don't walk to the bus stop. Like, catch him midway right. to before the bus stop and just yeah, yeah, prevent exactly. him. Cause yeah, you're right. Like he goes into it willingly. He even dresses in a nicer suit. Like he changes his outfit because he knows today is the day I'm going to sacrifice myself for this stupid little kid who should be working somewhere and helping <laughs> me hang up pictures and doors and things. So you house. get it. You, you get it. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Ken's well, side now. I get it. He'll get candy afterwards, but I mean, he'll yeah. be alive. Worth so, it. Yeah. He doesn't love candy. I wish I had some right now. <laughs> Ken, can I come uh, over? Can you help me out with that? <laughs> I, I'll get candy first, but yeah, then, then absolutely. Okay. To, to my other point, though, I think it would have been interesting, just like the, uh, the professor guy in this movie who who read the initial draft and said it's the masterpiece because he dies at the end. I feel like that's just exactly mirrored in the ending of this movie that it, it could have been much more if he had actually died. But the fact that she chose to change it at the end kind of made it feel unfulfilled, I guess, in a way. I don't know, at least to me. Ken, uh, if you, you were an think? author, if you were an author and you had written... 30 books that all ended in the death of the main character. And you realize that on your 31st book, oh shit, this guy is real. Were all of the other guys real? Would you not feel like a murderer for killing oh, no. 31 people? A serial like, well, he's he's got to die. I got to listen. I got to make the bestsellers list. He's got to die. Listen, I, it's going to be unmashable. Page. I agree. I, I agree. It doesn't make any sense. Obviously, she wouldn't kill him, but I don't know. I just think it would have been uh, where does where do ending. what happens after that then? So, so we go we go your way of the movie. He steps in front of the bus, dies. Mm-hmm. Then is it credits like over his body, like yes! the street? Isn't that great? <laughs> it just slowly like pans out. Eagle Eye View as credits roll over this guy and everybody's screaming around him. The post credits. It's got the. It's got her like signing the book at a yeah. at a bookstore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's just like crying, and but she's just like, I had to do it. I had, I had to, to. I got to make a buck. I got to protect my neck. She's just done giving a live reading of the ending. Yeah. And she's yeah. She's just weeping. Jeez. I don't know. I don't know I, that I that's a better movie. Darker endings. <laughs> darker, sure, but maybe yeah, maybe not a better ending. Okay, well, let's put it in terms that you would understand, Ken. If it were Godzilla, okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so now fighting my Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Godzilla knew that Freddy Krueger was going to die at the end of the movie, okay? Is it more fulfilling if he if he dies and you know there's not going to be a sequel? Or with the Godzilla movies, there won't be a 16th movie? <laughs> I, I'm so lost in the metaphor. <laughs> Answer the question, yes or no? <laughs> yeah, let, yes, I guess. I don't know. I think it's That's time for trivia. <laughs> trivia, oh buddy. Trivia. It's time for. Hey, did you know that? 
That's right. For new listeners, this is the trivia portion of our show where we pit our guest and CJ head-to-head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Lauren, CJ, are you two ready? Ready. Yep. All right. First question, true or false? While filming, Will Ferrell was able to hear Emma Thompson's voice to react to. I mean, that, that makes sense to me that they would do it that way because then... How do you time the reaction unless it's just somebody off camera just like reading it deadpan or something like that? Or somebody goes, now, I'm going to say true. Yeah, me too. That's correct. Yeah. He had an earpiece in his ear um, and they oh. had already pre-recorded uh, her lines. So, yeah. Interesting. Good job. Yes. Nailed it. All right. Next question. In the movie, is the character Harold right or left-handed? Hmm. This is maybe the most specific question we've ever done. The fact that you're asking it makes me want to say left-handed, but I'm I'm trying to picture him like brushing his teeth, and I thought it was his right hand. I'll say right-handed. Okay. I think he's left-handed. Right-handed is correct. Damn it. But the reason why it's interesting is because Will Ferrell is left-handed, so he specifically made the choice to be right-handed in this movie, huh. which is interesting. That um, makes sense. Supposed to play the most boring guy on the uh, on the planet, so it just oh yeah yeah it's gotta be yeah. righty yeah. prototypical in every way. <laughs> All right, uh, next question: True or false? Emma Thompson uh, wore extensive makeup in this movie to pull off her disheveled writer's look. I mean, I don't know. It's a movie, so I'm sure they have a makeup budget. <laughs> but I. I don't know that you need to wear extent. Just don't sleep for a few nights, and I think that would have like gotten the point across, right? <laughs> Is that just my face? Uh, j- true. I think she probably leaned towards not wearing any makeup to have that look. So. So fa- false. What was the question? <laughs> false. No. False. Yeah. <laughs> false is correct. Yeah, she wore absolutely no makeup during the filming of this movie. That's that's something only a lady would know, CJ. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it's the feminine mystique. We got to wear makeup or we look like we're dying. (laughs) God. All right. uh, Next question. Uh, This movie borrows heavily from the book. I'm going to screw up the pronunciation of this, but Nibla? Nibla? By Miguel de Unamanuno? Oh, yeah. Unamuno. Unamuno, apparently. Anyway, uh, it's a Spanish novel about a character who becomes aware he is being narrated by a writer and goes to visit him. How does the book end? And this is multiple choice. And hopefully neither of you have read it. Have you read the Una Manuno book before? <laughs> That's definitely how you say that. <laughs> Pretty sure it's not in English, so I'm going to guess no. Um, okay, anyway. How does the book end? A, the character dies in a bus accident. B, the character lives happily ever after. C, the character commits suicide. Or D, the character and the writer fall in love and run off together. I hope it's not that last one. That's boring. I'll say, and and to add to that, I'll say suicide. Okay. I second that answer. That's correct, yeah. Nice. Uno Muno. <laughs> My Uno favorite Manuno. author. Uno Muno. <laughs> it is tied. It's tied. Okay, well, this is going to be the tiebreaker question. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage just closest? For those who don't know, this is the critic score in Rotten Tomatoes. I think I think this probably did decently well, I would hope. Maybe like a 
82. Okay. I'm going Lauren. 75. I think that makes Lauren our winner. Coming in only two points over. It was 73%. Nice. Nice job. Is that good? That's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. I think so anything over 70 is, is pretty, pretty yeah, it's good average. for Rotten Tomatoes, at least. What do you guys think the uh, the audience score was in percentage? I think higher. Maybe like 86. 65. Oof. C- CJ was definitely close. 85%. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, higher. People liked it more than the critics. Good. Yeah. yeah. That makes me happy. It's a, it's a good movie. Hey, yeah. watch the movie if you can find it anywhere on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, Good luck. You can right now, but nope. maybe when you're listening to this in the future. <laughs> Go buy it Netflix. at your local Blockbuster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, tons of those around. <laughs> it should be easy. Figure it out. Well, I think it's time to find out what we thought of it, although I think we already know a little bit. Uh, but it's time for ratings. 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 Lauren, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate Stranger Than Fiction for you? Uh, I would give it a scale of 10. Scale of 10. I would say, a scale of 10, I would say a 9. Nice. Okay, that's pretty good. What? What? What's? Why is it imperfect? What's missing? Yeah, you said this is why not perfect movies. What gives? Huh? It's not. What's it's a not perfect. Yeah. What uh, gives? Okay. Listen, huh. Ken hates it, so that docks a point. <laughs> oh no! I, but it's I in Chicago. Add a point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think. Uh, I. I don't know what movie besides. No, I don't want to give it away. There's one movie that I give a perfect ten that I would love to come back. Uh, and, and review, but Ooh. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a nine out of ten because I think it's near perfect and it makes me happy. Damn it! <laughs> so there, <laughs> I'm so happy there's about room, it. There's room to grow, but okay, there is at least a ten in your in your movie list. I'm yes. excited. I want I want to know what this movie is. Yeah. Oh yeah, bring me back, baby. Yeah, we'll you, think about are it. Are you busy next week, or you... <laughs> <laughs> can I need another guest? So. <laughs> Perfect. It makes scheduling pretty easy. We could just hash this out right now. It would save me a lot of time. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, I'm free on Wednesday. That's fine. Okay, okay cool. cool. Ken, Bye. how about you? Um, <laughs> for me, look, I, I don't know where you got the idea that I didn't like this movie. I did like this movie. I thought it was a good movie. I thought Will Ferrell's acting was amazing. Nice. Yeah. I would have made different choices with the story, but like, I still <laughs> thought it was a really interesting we movie. We get it. Oh, come on. <laughs> Look, I, it's not to say, I'm just saying, like, I would have changed every minute detail about the movie, but, you know. I would have had him still, had a red apple instead of a green apple. That was, that's that's right. Not enough right. lizards. Definitely not enough right. giant lizards. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. No one breathed fire in this movie. Uh, at least I don't think so. So Not enough kids doing labor. <laughs> no. God, that was the biggest disappointment. <laughs> no, look, like, it, it is a, it's a great movie. It, I, I genuinely enjoyed it. Wow. Um, I thought that I honestly thought some hilarity ensued. Come on, the I got you flowers. So cute. That we didn't even talk about that. That was so good. Yeah. You think that's hilarious? <laughs> you think oh, that's hilarious? Being... <laughs> it's funny. Look, look at this fucking guy having feelings. What a loser. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Oh my that guy God. likes that girl. What an asshole. <laughs> Fuck you guys too. <laughs> No, for real, I, I get a uh, seven and a half. Seven okay. and a half. I like this movie. It was good. Good. I'm glad Fun to fact. pick something that you kind of like. Yeah. It's not The Office. Yeah. It's not The Office. Absolutely. Fun fact, um, my lovely significant other, Megan, 
this movie was a inspiration for her to become a baker. Whoa. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. Man, I knew I yeah. liked her. Get her on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Ken, can you step yeah. out for a sec? <laughs> just get, bring her in. Is she there? We'll start, we'll start another one. Meg. Let's just redo all Meg. of this. Total start coming here. I want to talk Meg. to her. <laughs> Look, we've got so much she in common. Probably, she, would, she would probably rate this a 10, I think. Can, can maybe we? Not, maybe a 9 or 10. Can we sidebar real quick about the, the one time when we were all on trivia together and you guys were on video and I texted her and I said, your hair looks great. And she didn't have my number saved. So she, <laughs> she, she quickly tried to get out of frame and like clearly talked to Ken and was like, somebody just sent me a message. I don't know who it is, but they, they're looking at me right now. So I had to send her a second message. I'm like, I, there are tears streaming down my face because I can see how horrified she is. <laughs> and I sent her a second test. I was like, oh, this is Lauren Chow, and I didn't mean to freak you out. I thought you cared enough to save my number, but she didn't. <laughs> what, in what situation were you able to see us, but we weren't able to see you? I, I don't I think it was Cam's trivia night. Yeah. I didn't when have my camera on. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Not great. So anyway, <laughs> uh, me and Meg are, we go way back. <laughs> Super close. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you can cut all that out, but uh, it's true. <laughs> no, that's great. That's good. CJ, what would you rate this movie? For me, I, I really enjoyed this movie too. I think I had only seen it once prior, but I, I really liked it. I think it's a cool story. Uh, I don't think it's... It's not an original idea for, I think, the character to meet the narrator, but it is a very cool idea that is not done often. So I I thought that was um, very cool. And I enjoyed it a lot. Very adorable. Will Ferrell's great in this. Let's see. Maybe like a... I'm going to go with an 8.8. It's a pretty good movie. Pretty dang good movie. And I'm glad I caught it right before Netflix swiped it away from everybody. Mm. Those greedy bastards. CJ, I think that's right in between Ken and I's... Like you, you were the average of our yeah, scores. You're you're our <laughs> son now. You're you are the child labor now. Get to work. I get so much candy. Yay! <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it is. Well, thanks for watching, guys. Thank you for choosing it, Lauren. Thank you for coming on. Oh my thank god! You. No, please. No, it was... no, thank you. No, thank you. No, please. No, thank really. Hey. No, no. Hey, hey shut up. Hey, hey, thank shut you. Up. Shut up. Thank you. Hey. Well, fuck you guys. Thank you. Rude. You're welcome. Hey, shut the fuck up. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Lauren, thank you. Uh, we're wrapping up now. Do you got anything you want to plug at the end here? <laughs> uh, I have a I have a drawing Instagram where I, I draw pictures terribly and write cute little stories called Shawen Can't Draw, S-H-O-W-E-N, Can't Draw. I'm trying to get pick that back up, especially for Inktober. Other than that, Ooh. I'm on the internet. Big fan nice. of that account. I love my best friends, the two penguin dudes, hanging out. I'm excited anytime I get to see them. <laughs> They're great little stories. Everyone should check it out. Yeah, thanks. All right, Siege, what do we got? Oh, us? You can follow us on all the things at OverTalkingPod. Email OverTalkingPod at gmail.com. Go to our website, OverTalkingPod.party. Take advantage of that search bar. Follow us on Instagram, like I keep saying, OverTalkingPod. Just click the little follow button. We barely post. You won't even notice, but you're helping us out. So just go go do that. God, I totally forgot. I was so prepped to come into the beginning of the episode and be like, hey, CJ, what do we got to plug? I only but, want those true listeners that have stayed with us the entire time. 
None of those people. Who's who's just listening to like the intro of this too? By the way, we don't even talk about the show or the movie. I don't know. If you're one know. of those listeners, let us know. Over to you can call or text us <laughs> at USA Cat one five nine one. If they're one of those listeners, they're not at this part of the episode. <laughs> ah, true. <laughs> uh, uh, oh no, they're they're here. They're here. I, I guess I shouldn't be embarrassed because the people who do listen to this long, they know, know this bit by now, right? Yeah. And they've okay. definitely listened to episode 201 where they can learn all about this. Yes. Uh, the Overtucking Overlords have arrived. They're the, uh, they, the, the, they, I don't know. We owe them money or something. L- listen to that episode. Anyway, yeah. we, uh, they show up, they, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> they show up at the end of every episode to remind me to remind you. If you like the show, you. please go on iTunes and rate and special review reviews or what. Help people find this podcast. And also, we spend any money in advertising. So, if you like to please tell everyone to spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Woof. Yeah, I know. And, and, as, we always and say, as we always say, I, I got your flowers. <laughs> I got uh, your flowers. That one's good. Yeah, we'll go with that. Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. This week's special guest was Lauren Shawin. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs. I got, I got you flowers. Got you a dollar. I got you a flower. I'll have to be quicker than that. <laughs> Who is this Lauren person? does not get this. No, it's like a Geico commercial from like yeah, 10 years ago. Yeah, it's an old Geico commercial. <laughs> yeah, it's a guy with a, a fishing pole. He's got a dollar at the end of it. He's got, I got you a dollar. And the woman's trying to catch it, and he keeps reeling it back. Yeah. It's so real funny. Look it up. We're done here? Or? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>